Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Tuesday, September 27th, and this is your daily financial news. Let's get into it right away. First and foremost, I want to give a special shout out to John Waite. John Waite gave us an hour of his time yesterday so we could break down his amazing article in Fortune. Uh, we talked about his article was called Home Prices Must Fall This Fall. Uh, as you know, if you watch my channel, I do not believe that is true. I respect John. I wanted to hear what he had to say. We brought up the article. We talked about all of the amazing information, nuance, and insights. There's a lot of stuff in that hour-long video. I wanted to give you my highlights from that discussion. I will say, first and foremost, I haven't changed my opinion. In fact, if you stay to the end of the video, you will watch that John and I made a friendly $1 wager. You can see that at the end of the video about what will happen by the end of this year, 12-31-2022. And if you follow me or John on Twitter, I just took a picture of our bet because I wrote it down over here on my whiteboard for all to see. So that was a lot of fun. This is what I took from John's conversation. Again, lots of nuance, a lot of subtleties, some things that I have never thought about. Number one, the most optimistic buyers set the price. Now, in the video, you will hear us talk about the Burr buyers in most markets being the most optimistic. So think about what happened over the last two years. Very little inventory. You get all of these newbie or novice or green investors excited by Burr because bigger pockets makes it sound easy. These novice green investors don't know the risk that they are stepping into. So they jump in and they flat out overpay. I believe John is correct. That is a problem and that is rectifying right now. Number two, I do believe without question, and I've said this several times, that John's nuanced understanding about consumer psychology does play in housing, both in up and down markets. Where John and I disagree is timing. That was some of the subtleties that you will see in that conversation with John. He is anticipating, I believe, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but you watch the video for yourself. I believe John believes that inventory will increase into the end of the year. And you know that that is not my belief and hence why John and I have a bet. Number three, as I've just said, I believe John believes, I believe John believes that inventory will increase. And if it increases, there will be some psychological threshold 
that will cause other sellers to sell. That is exactly what happened in the 08, 09, 10 timeframe. The first year, you can go back and look at the data. It was rather flat. And then after enough things happened, the seller psychology kicked in. So again, I'm not, I am here to say that John's nuanced thinking is amazing. Where we disagree is timing. That's all. Number, uh, the last one. Again, John and I have a bet specifically about Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, John said, and I believe him, I have no idea this is true or not, but it is his number. There are roughly 15,500 active listings in Phoenix that is single family homes, non distress. John took the over, I took the under, just so you can be a part of our bet. So, what did I bring to the table? What did John and I talk about as we went through a respectful disagreement? One, John talked a lot about the buyer psychology. I believe in the market they were going into, certainly the next six months, the seller psychology is more important. This probably is not true all the time, but seller psychology for the next six months is more important than buyers. How can I say that? Well, quite simply, buyer demand is crushed. Sellers can choose to sell for less. They can. I believe over the next six months, they won't. I believe they will look at their 3% mortgage. They will look at nothing being on the market. They will look at a recession and go, honey, we are going to stay put. So again, what I believe is seller psychology will cause us to pause, retreat, and John and I even talked yesterday in that hour discussion. Fear causes people to retreat. So that is what I believe. Two, we, I talked about time lags and delay. We are not going to see mass foreclosures, mass short sales. In fact, both of us discussed that what will happen this time, if unemployment spikes, banks will just give forbearance. So banks will not repeat what happened last time. I buyers. Now, this is where I think John might be a little too myopic. He is the man in Phoenix. His data is unparalleled. His analysis is outstanding. But sometimes you look at your data set and you try to extrapolate it to the country. That could be a mistake. I have done that myself many, many times. Why do I bring this up? Phoenix is the number one market flooded with iBuyer listings. I believe that is distorting inventory. It is already distorted prices and it will distort price declines. I think when you look at Phoenix and that fact, and then you try to extrapolate to the US, which is not dominated by iBuyers, you could be misguided. And that's what I think may have happened. Next, there's something that often is called the Tina trade. There is, there is no alternative. I believe that Tina trade applies to sellers today, at least for the next six months. Where are they going to go? Rent is higher than their mortgage payment. They can't move up because the math doesn't work from three to seven percent. 
I believe sellers may want to sell, may want to move, may want to upgrade, but the math says no. And then finally, something that I brought up in yesterday's conversation is the 30-year mortgage below 3%, I believe is the best asset that most people will ever own. They're not going to give it up easy. So again, go ahead and watch that conversation with Mr. John Wake. Give him a follow on Twitter. Let him know you came for me. If you go to Twitter and you follow One Rental at a Time or John Wake, you will see our little $1 bet. Go ahead and let us know whose side you're on. Again, the bet is about Phoenix active listings, single family homes, non-distress. 7% mortgages. Folks, if you have heard the Fed speak, Jerome Powell talk about the great reset or talk about housing reset, talk about housing correction, all of these very, very scary things. I believe what the Jerome Powell is going for is a balanced real estate market. He doesn't like seeing 10% over asking. He doesn't like seeing 20% price increases. This is not good. And he's right. That is not good. But here is the deal. In his race to raise rates, in his rate, in his race to get rates to seven or eight percent, he is going to get his supply demand balance, but he will not like it. What you are going to see because rates go up, you are going to see GDP go negative and probably negative by several percentage points. Jerome, housing is 15% of GDP. If you take 50% of the transactions out and you do get supply demand balance, what have you done? You have created a recession. We are in a recession without question if housing transactions go down below 4 million. We were at almost 8 million a year ago. So Jerome, you may get your balance, but you're not going to like it. Sorry. I don't know if you've seen these uh, YouTube videos. A couple of hit my radar yesterday. They're talking about cancellations. Cancellations are at record highs. 15.5%. Wow. We should be so frightened. We should be so scared. One in, I don't know, what is that? Six, seven houses are canceling. What these creators fail to tell you and why I think it is intellectually dishonest is do you know what the cancellation rate was last year? You probably don't. Last year, let's not forget, interest rates, 30-year mortgages were roughly 3%. What if I told you 12.1% of homes canceled last year. Would that change your opinion about how bad 15.5% is? It should. Because 15.5 without context is fear. Now, again, 15.5, bad, totally bad. But it's not, you know, it's not 300% worse than last year. It's three percentage points. So again, cancellations are bad. Cancellations are up, but they're up from 12% when rates were three 
to 15.5 today. So it's bad, but it's not what some of these channels make it out to be. Earnings, man, Wall Street, what the heck are you thinking? Wall Street may have gotten religion about rates, but their earnings expectations are a joke. Let me give you an example. Earnings expectations on January 1st of 2022 for the S&P 500 in 23. So one year ahead. Earnings expectations were $211 for the S&P 500. Unless you're living under a rock, we our interest rates are up 300 basis points this year. 300 basis points, the strong dollar, threats of a recession, a weakening consumer. And yet, Wall Street's expectations on 2023 today, $229. So they have raised earnings expectations $18 in the face of all that. Wall Street, you should be better than that. You're not, but you should be better than that. Student loans, looks like we have the final cost number for the student loan forgiveness. Some folks thought it would cost $100 billion. Some people thought it would cost $500 billion. Well, good news. We now know the number. It will cost $400 billion. This is not a political statement. It is, it's going to cost $400 billion. What's, what's another $400 billion between friends? And then finally, the Case-Shiller Index was reported today. I have said for the last six months, it's nearly useless. It is nearly useless today. It's two months old. It's showing price slowdown. But yet, just because it's in housing, we'll talk about it here at the end. Uh, Year-on-year price increases for July. Remember, this is July data. It's weird. It's July data. Dude, we're in September. We're almost in October. What the hell? July, uh, Case Shiller up 15.8% year on year. Tampa, 31, almost 32%. Miami, 32%. Dallas, Texas, let's call it 25%. If you are in Tampa, Miami, or Dallas, let me know in the comments below. I'm guessing stuff is slowing down. You guys can't have appreciation like that year after year after year. It's not healthy. It is not healthy. Um, last thing we'll talk about, Charlie Evans. Charlie Evans is the Fed president, I believe, of Chicago. He is out this morning saying he is concerned the Fed is going too far too fast. I have a check this morning because I've been doing videos. I'm going to guess the stock market is up, at least at the open. The stock market wants the Fed to stop. The, the Wall Street is going to take Fed Charlie Evans statement, my guess, and go, thank God, they're going to slow down. But between you and I, Charlie Evans is the most dovish Fed president. He is one of 17, I think, members. Jerome Powell is very clear. We are not stopping. I believe Jerome Powell is trying to kill the Fed put. If they stop and they give up like Charlie Evans thinks, the Fed put still exists. I do not believe that's what Powell wants. I got some other stuff, but this has been a pretty long session already, so we'll stop there. Have an amazing day. Take care. 
Bye-bye.